the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. On air. This is AM 1280, The Patriot. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5. K298CO, Minneapolis. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Colorado Governor Jared Polis says he's activated some National Guard troops this weekend ahead of a major winter storm. That'll be about 50 uh, members of the Guard that will be able to assert, uh, assist with search and rescue including with specialized vehicles for that purpose. Forecasters were warning a potentially crippling historic storm would pummel parts of the Rockies and High Plains over the weekend. Washington State Governor Jay Inslee says all public schools there will have to offer in-person learning before the end of April. By April 5th, all students in grades kindergarten through 6th must have the opportunity to engage in an on-site hybrid model of instruction. And by April 19th, all other K-12 through students must be provided a hybrid model of instruction. And this is SRN News. Dr. Sebastian Gorka sees cracks in Biden. I want to thank the uh, former general. I keep calling him general, but my, the guy who runs that outfit over there. Runs that outfit over there. If you're not disturbed at his inability to remember the phrase Pentagon or Department of Defense, maybe you're suffering from the same thing he's suffering from. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 2 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. Just after 1 p.m. here at AM 1280. The Patriot, my name is Brian, and for the weather today, it's going to be sunny with a high of 59 degrees. The Patriot welcomes Charlie Kirk to the airwaves. Charlie formed Turning Point USA in his parents' garage when he was just 18. Now this organization has a presence of 2,000 campuses across the country and directly engages over 250,000 students each year. Join us in welcoming Charlie Kirk each weekday from 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. here on AM 12A The Patriot. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that's making talk radio great again, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. My tenure, 17 years going on 18, far longer than my original, quote, radio career, end quote, and, uh, and running away with it here, folks. And it's been my pleasure every last Saturday afternoon and sometimes Sunday afternoon and the occasional election night and debate night as well the entire time. And by the way, just a quick note for all of you, we'll be commemorating that uh, 18, almost going on 18-year tenure as part of this station's gala 20th anniversary celebration. 
uh, next Saturday. And I will talk about that later on in the hour here. This uh, this 20th, uh, seven, 20th anniversary for the station, 17th anniversary of the Narn, coming up next Saturday from 1 till 5 p.m., this is going to be a doozy. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have just about everyone that's ever been a member of the Narn, except for Adam Heiser. He's, he's still uh, turned off by the whole idea of doing radio. Anyway, we will be uh, we'll be talking uh, with about that later on, of course, with uh, pretty much the whole Narn crew just a week from today. I'm excited about this here, folks. This is going to be hugely fun. And the mission of this show Th- remains the same today as it was 17 going on 18 years ago uh, 17 years ago today we were going on our second week uh, on the air uh, starting to basically get our sea legs underneath us as it were in radio terms work with my uh, on the work with the, yeah, the metaphor here but uh, yeah we were uh, we had the same mission then as we do now and that is to bring the alternative conservative voice for the twin cities to uh, the airwaves and make sure that you had it and and get around the stranglehold of the traditional media. Now this was back when <laughs> when talk radio was the social medium. When blogging, which is what brought the whole Narn together and remains the backbone of the Narn after all these years, was the the, the first incursion of social media beyond email into popular culture. And yet our mission has not changed. In fact, if anything. With the profusion of social media since this broadcast went on the air, the Narn and this station, AM12A, the Patriot, remain the social media that big tech can't strangle for its own and the Democratic Party's benefit. We are more the underground. We are more the—I'm not going to co-opt the term resistance, but we are more the alternative now than we were 17 years ago, which in a sense is depressing. And on the other hand, it's it's been part of a cultural battle that's been brewing since long before this broadcast went off the air, went on the air, and will be on the air, and will be uh, still a cultural battle long after this broadcast and and the people doing it have uh, have passed from the scene. I suspect. That being said, we want to move the needle and move it as sharply and far as we can. There are good signs out there uh, for some of the needles that have been moved. There, this has, of course, been a forum for people who want to move the needle and find particular sub-needles to move. And with that in mind, we'll be talking with C.C. Davis uh, of Blexit. That's the black exit, the black exit from the Democratic Party. Later on in the show here today, in the second hour here, so tune in for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we are, of course, uh, available via phone at 651-289-4488. If you disagree with me, uh, the production staff has standing orders to put you on first. If there's a lineup, the people who disagree with me on anything at all, get on the air first. And then all of you who agree with me, much as we love you, uh, we there's nothing more pointless than a complete echo chamber. So, yeah, all you progressives out there who are fuming and frothing at the thought that someone like me actually gets airtime, love to hear from you. Uh, by the way, I know some those of you in the media have gotten orders long since not to engage, not to even recognize that we exist. We do. We're here and we're not going away. Speaking of not going away, uh, that's kind of what Big Left wants you to do. Not just you. Really, honestly, they want you here because you pay the taxes. If you're a member of this show's audience, you probably pay more than your fair share of taxes. That's what our demographic research shows us. But what they want you to do is shut up and go away in terms of trying to drive the political process. Now, 
if you listen to this broadcast as as to, or to this sh- this station as a whole, you probably subscribe to Dennis Prager's uh, idea that yeah, people have to fight, people have to fight the culture war, uh, and the culture war has gone badly. Most of the major institutions in this country are controlled by the cultural left, up to including uh, the the people who used to be reliable Republicans. Big business, for example, is especially the large businesses that are fundamentally driving things these days, technology and big retail. I mean, Amazon, Facebook, Target, for crying out loud. Uh, Reliable leftist Muppets these days. But so that's why you and I and this station and the movement around and behind and all having everything to do with us is so very, very vital in moving that big cultural needle. Speaking of cultural needles moving, you could feel that needle wander aimlessly about the other night as President Biden gave his speech. I watched the replay of it yesterday at some point, and I watched Tucker Carlson's response, by the way, which was, say what you will, absolutely genius. Uh, Tucker Carlson is uh, had an absolutely dead-on response to the president's uh, speech, let's be charitable and call it that, the other night uh, regarding the, the first anniversary of COVID. I have a response myself. I, I wanted to give it that night, but I wasn't live on the air. Uh, I was busy with something else, wasn't able to live tweet my response. But if I were on television, live, responding directly, to the president's speech last night, or for that matter, live and on the air and responding directly to Governor Waltz's speech yesterday. Uh, speech. It was a press conference in which he uh, talked about now that the federal government has passed its, quote, COVID relief bill, of which roughly 20% is COVID relief and the vast majority is bailing out mismanaged blue states and cities, basically a huge wealth transfer from your grandchildren and great-grandchildren to Newark, New Jersey, or to Detroit, or to Baltimore, or to Stockton, or to Los Angeles. or You get what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. Here's my response to the president's speech. <clears throat> Focus the camera in on me. <sighs> the president's done, and now Mitch Berg's response. When in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with uh, another, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station which the laws of nature and nature's God entitle them, a decent respect for the opinion of mankind requires that they uh, should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created and women are created equal of all races, creeds, colors, orientations, whatever. We're all created equal before God and the law that we are all endowed by our creator with certain inalienable rights, that among those are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men and women, people, humans, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. I'm sorry, did that not go through? Let's try it again. Governments are instituted among humans, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. And that whenever 
any form of government becomes destructive as these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it. That is my response to President Biden's speech Thursday night. It's been a long week, long, busy week. That's my response. Government is constituted by people as as something to protect their inalienable rights and that governs by our consent. It's not in charge of us. It's not our mother. It's not our father. It's it's a well, it's right there in, in text. And by the way, yes, that was the Declaration of Independence. I didn't write that much as I wish I could. Much as I wish I could have given that as my response. Because it puts it out there in as many words. Government governs only. And by the way, by this, I mean a just government, a government that that is a free a government of a free people governs by the the consent of the governed, which is you and I. It governs because we allow it to govern using the powers that we lend it in order to provide for government's few legitimate jobs, protecting public safety. (laughs) Hear that, Minneapolis? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't help but laugh. Protecting public safety and providing for the general welfare, which we can argue for the next two hours about exactly what that means. Hint, the Founding Fathers didn't mean general assistance. They didn't mean $1,400 checks, although that's the way it's been interpreted. That's fine. We'll, We'll come back to that some other time. Government governs by consent of the governed. Its power is lent to government. Put another way, government is a free association of equals that gathers to lend power to those amongst us that we choose to enforce the laws that our elected representatives put out there. Now, that's become extremely garbled, especially over the last hundred years. The power of government has metastasized far outside that fairly tight, fairly elegant boundary that governed it up until probably about 1912, 1913, when the dawn of the progressive era came along and government started doing things like taxing income and and violating the Tenth Amendment and abusing the Interstate Commerce Clause. And, and, And we are in a state right now where the idea of going back to the relatively libertarian government that our founding fathers intended and that held sway in this country for 100 and almost 140 years 130 since the, the, the writing of the Constitution, may be gone for good, uh, barring some massive apocalypse that strips everything back to its least common denominator. But even with all of the, all of the, 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 the hole that we've dug ourselves into in terms of allowing government authority, one thing remains true. Government governs by consent of the governed. It is a free association of equals. And a citizen is derived from the Latin term for a small government, someone who has the powers of a small government in and of his own self, again, lent out to a larger body to govern the rest of society. What does that mean? Well, let's talk, let's talk about that in conjunction with the president and the governor's speeches this last week. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Whoa, look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. 
Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. This is Dennis Prager, along with my fellow host, Mike Gallagher. We both want to invite you to join us for a trip of a lifetime to the Holy Land this October 27th to November 5th. I've been all over the world, but I can never get enough of the great state of Israel. You will be amazed and inspired in your faith. Dennis and I have planned every detail, minute by minute, of this trip to make sure you have the best experience possible. We're confident by October our trip will be safe, especially because Israel is the leading country in the world in COVID vaccinations. Join us as we sail on the Sea of Galilee in boats that are replicas of the ones Jesus sailed in with his disciples. Walk the steps of the old city of Jerusalem and join us for a Shabbat service that will reenact the old traditions. It's something you'll never forget. Go to StandWithIsraelTour.com to reserve your spot or call 855-565-5519. That's StandWithIsraelTour.com. Aren't you ready to travel again? We are. So come join us. How'd you like to eliminate your expensive cable bill forever or get new satellite internet where cable can't go? Well, now you can have affordable satellite internet service for a few dollars a day. All you need is a mini satellite installed and you can have unlimited internet connections wirelessly in your home or office. And no cable boxes means unlimited connections and no clutter. You can surf the internet or stream any of your favorite television services with no cable. And the best part is satellite internet service costs only a few dollars a day for your entire home. Yes, fast internet to surf or stream television for a few bucks a day. Call now for free details and learn how to drop your expensive cable bill. 800-430-8761. 800-430-8761. That's 800-430-8761. Pick it up or take it out, rackshacktogo.com or rackshackdelivery.com. It's so easy. Hey, you've been working hard. Half the staff is gone and your crew needs a lift. Go to rackshacktogo.com for pickup or rackshackdelivery.com and we'll bring it out to you. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that rackshack attack, rackshack barbecue, Join the Freedom Fan Club and you could win a copy of our March Book of the Month, Green Fraud. Why the Green New Deal is Even Worse Than You Think by Mark Morano. Sign up today at am1280thepatriot.com. AM 1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget the trial of former Officer Derek Chauvin in the death of George Floyd is underway. Uh, jury selection started the other day. The other three officers are going to be going on trial in August, probably. In, in this time of great uncertainty, we'll be at, we will be at the source of reliable updates. So, oh wait, that's not the message we want to be sending right now. Oh my, that was a terrible timing. Oh, call it black humor, folks. In this time of immense uncertainty, we will be a source of reliable updates so you and your family will be safe and informed and not be standing in the fire. Uh, absolutely. We, we hope you'll join us daily in, by the way, praying for peace, justice, God's guidance, and, and make sure you follow us on Facebook, Parlor, Twitter. Uh, and by the way, this broadcast as well on Gab and MeWe. For any breaking news from the courthouse and on the latest updates surrounding the trial, also keep a close ear on air for any live press conferences and statements from local leadership and law enforcement. By the way, 
I didn't mention this before the break, four-hour supernar, of which many more details coming up uh, later on the show here, brought to you, and I have to stress this, by two great sponsors, Great Garage Door, which, by the way, I mean, in Minnesota, you don't want a mediocre, much less a bad garage door. You want your garage door to be great. A great garage door, well, they put it in their company name. I mean, they are they, they build the garage doors. They, they'll, they'll hook you up garage door-wise. So uh, they'll, be, they'll be sponsoring us, and for that, we are boundlessly thankful. Also, the Upper Midwest Center is, uh, is, is uh, helping out with sponsoring next week's uh, Super Narn, which is super. We're so glad to hear people. Uh, supporting this broadcast, uh, and it's it's gratifying and humbling to see that people are uh, value the show the way they do. So this is uh, after seventeen going on eighteen years of doing this show. This is it's uh, humbling uh, to say the very least. So uh, great to have that here. So the president gave his speech Thursday night, and I gave my response. Tucker Carlson gave one himself, which you should watch. I'll be posting that on my blog on Monday because I didn't have a chance yesterday. But i sum it up with this here. Uh, it's been a year, almost to the day, and by the way, I think next week is when things really lock down in Minnesota. I remember standing in line uh, on March, I believe it was March 16th, as people were stocking up for the St. Patrick's Day that was not. Uh, I was in line at a large big box liquor store uh, where there are eight checkout lines, I believe, and normally one or two of them will be open. There'll be a person, maybe two in line at each. Pretty, pretty desultory process of getting out of there. That particular day, as the governor was announcing the shutdown, and by the way, in all fairness, at a time when we really didn't know uh, what the uh, what, what, what co- uh, the COVID uh, coronavirus had in store for us, there was a legitimate concern, and people were piled up at eight, all eight counters, probably eight or ten people deep. Had, it was just jammed, and I don't know. Talk about your super spreaders. At any rate, and that was just before St. Patrick's Day. I believe it was the 16th of last year. March 17th was the last day I was in my office, so we are going on a year there. And it has been a year of hysteria, of Epic gaslighting with people saying if you don't support uh, a rigid, absolutely totalitarian uh, lockdowns, you must want to kill grandma. Although, as it turns out, uh, the, the most lockdowny uh, administrations in the country were the ones that killed off the most grandmas. And by the way, most annoying of all, of, of a generation of people we condescendingly referred to as Karen nagging at you behind four layers of mask or of a some plush bottom public union employee telling unemployed waitresses, quote, we're all in this together via Zoom from their ranch houses out in Apple Valley or Eden Prairie. Suddenly, after one barely coherent speech in the wake of signing a bill that at the best at the best, is a huge wealth transfer from your grandchildren to incompetently run blue cities and states. And at the worst, is an epic power grab. And truly, as Ben Shapiro pointed out this past week, a way of trying to close the circle on Barack Obama's promises to transform this nation, (laughs) disguised as a pork barrel bill. Suddenly, everything is okay. Uh, The governor tweeted, and I quote, Minnesota's ready. The president's announcement tonight is a shot in the arm we all need. Oh, the president's announcement was a shot in the arm 
watching that, it felt more like a shot in the mouth and, and not with a hypodermic if you catch my drift. Uh, with a strong, oh, back to the governor. With a strong federal partner and the work we've done in Minnesota prepare, we're ready to meet this moment and end this pandemic. So, as Ben Shapiro pointed out in his show yesterday on Freedom 1570, uh, the Biden administration is doing its darndest to try and claim every smidgen of credit it can. I mean, Biden himself said during his speech, the the the, the vaccine didn't exist when he got into office. Which is interesting because throughout the month of January, they were vaccinating a million people a day. And that was not the product of the Biden administration. This was when Trump was still in power. Things were ramping up, but they were ramping up with near miraculous speed. And so the governor is participating in big left's self-comforting lie that the the recovery from COVID from the effects of the pandemic, and let's be honest, the effects of the shutdown more than anything, started on January 20th. They started at the inauguration. From the top, the governor, uh, on on March 11th. Minnesota's ready. This is Thursday. The, the president's announcement tonight is a shot in the arm we all need. Uh, with a strong federal partner <laughs> and, and the work we've all done, Minnesota Prepare, we are ready to meet this moment and end this pandemic. Which is a lot of happy talk uh, because we're not going to end the pandemic. The pandemic will end when we all decide that the, the risks we face from going about our daily lives have dropped down below the level where we have to worry about our safety, and the safety of our loved ones. If you have kids, that moment passed long ago. As we discussed with Ann Bauer on this broadcast probably a month back, You are, if you're a parent right now, you're thinking, okay, teachers, dial back the hysteria. I mean, unless you are, since they have ascribed almost no transmission of the virus to school children, because asymptomatic transmission appears not to be a thing or such a marginal thing that that it is worth the risk to to get the kids back into school the younger the better then you're then you're looking at the idea okay if you're a teacher if you're not obese if you don't have high blood pressure if you don't have some congenital condition or an immune condition that makes you particularly vulnerable High blood pressure, COPD, some of the other diseases that make you vulnerable, that, 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 that COVID can push you over the edge of. And if you're a teacher who is not above, oh, and by the way, the ultimate comorbidity being above the age of 60 or 65 or 70, then you have no reason not to be going back to work. Most of us have been ready for this for quite some time. So. First of all, let's look at, at the governor's tweet on its own. I mean, let's make sure we get this straight. After a year of one man dictatorial control, and that is not an exaggeration, after one year as dictator, no less so than Francisco Franco or Benito Mussolini, Governor Walt says, now we're ready. And by the way, we as a state are, quote, ready, end quote, after a a near majority of other states have already reopened without their government publicly dipping his hands in globs of power juice and rubbing it all over himself. 
that's one of the most nauseating images I've ever ad-libbed on this broadcast. Let's, let's back up, reboot, and come up with a better image for what I just tried to describe. A, near, a majority of other states have, to a great or complete extent, reopened, including some that never closed, South Dakota, without their governor rolling around in the glory and majesty of their own omnipotence like, like oh, Scrooge McDuck cavorting around in a vault full of quarters. We're ready? Yeah. So suddenly, uh, suddenly hope is acceptable. A week ago, two weeks ago, Governor Waltz was like, watch out for the variants. There could be mutations. Uh, there, there's no hope yet. And suddenly, hope is acceptable. Quadruple masking, not a word about it. Scary new variants, pish tush. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Why, you almost might want to say happy days are here again. And you might be going, Mitch, those are Franklin Delano Roosevelt parallels right there. Uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt came into office, was inaugurated in 1933, and shortly into his first weeks of his first term, he said, hey, Happy days are here again. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. He's remembered for these lines as, as being brilliant leadership in, in getting the nation out of the Great Depression. That's the way the history books record it. Of course, it was seven, in some cases, 10 years before the Great Depression ended in vast swaths of the United States. Contrary to popular belief, World War II didn't end the Depression. In some parts of the country, it just kept going on well into the war. And yet, Franklin Delano Roosevelt is remembered for his leadership, his putting his best step forward, putting on a cheery air of, of good nature and, and optimism at the bottom of the Great Depression. And by the way, instituting policies that lengthened the Great Depression for years. I mean, all evidence indicates, if you approach it economically speaking, the Depression would have been, would have been over uh, well before uh, 1933 had and 1935 certainly had government just let the economy recover on its own as the, it always had and always will. <sighs> but that's basically what Governor Waltz is going for, spreading a cheery message as a carrot, but with a stick. Oh, we'll talk about that when we come back because we're not to the bad part yet, folks. Northern Alliance AM 12A, the Patriot. Go nowhere. Be right back. As we commemorate our 20th year on air, we also celebrate another powerful year of the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. Join us on Saturday the 20th from 1 to 5 for a very special edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, presented by Great Garage Door. You'll hear favorite voices from years past like John Hinderocker, Ed Morrissey, King Banyan, and more. We are AM 1280, The Patriot. Hi, it's Keith Hittner Sr. here. Tune in on Sundays at noon for your Real Estate Chalk Talk, where we study the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Get the solid real estate facts you need from Keith Hittner Sr. and Keith Hittner Jr. of Colwell Banker Burnett and their team of experts. Tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk on AM 1280 The Patriot every Sunday at 12 noon. Brought to you by the Hittner Group, the number one Colwell Banker Group in the nation. Online at HittnerGroup.com. And tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk every Sunday at 12 noon on AM 1280 The Patriot. 
Growing up in a broken home, I lived the challenges that face too many young people of color. I overcame both poverty and inner city violence, earned my degree, served our country, and started a family. But my story has become far too rare. That's why we've launched Take Charge Minnesota, a new organization dedicated to proving that the American dream still works for everyone, regardless of race. We're committed to restoring two-parent families, and we believe that education is empowerment. Mothers and grandmothers are the backbone of the black community. That's why we're empowering them with a message of a return to faith, family, and education. We believe that taking charge of our lives will lift our communities to new heights. I'm Kendall Qualls, and together we'll put our families on the road to prosperity. Learn more at TakeChargeMinnesota.com. Paid for by Take Charge Minnesota. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only $19.95 to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, don't forget, in celebration of this state's 20th birthday, that's coming up Friday, the 19th of this month, we are getting together with the whole Narn gang. Join us for a very special edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, Saturday the 20th from 1 to 5 p.m. Four, count them four, count them four hours of Narn. That's right. You'll hear from the current host, that's me and Brad, Brad and I, plus King Banyan, plus guest spots with uh, Scott Johnson, John Hinderocker, Powerline, Ed Morrissey, Hot Air, King Banyan of the late and lamented SCSU Scholars, and of course, he's still heard every Saturday morning, Chad the Elder, Brian St. Paul Ward, and former producers, John Osborne, Tommy the H-Bomb, Win. We'll share our favorite Patriot memories, tell a few jokes. And of course, we may just talk politics a little bit. Who knows? Either way, it's presented by Great Garage Door and the Upper Midwest Center. Uh, either way, great sponsors. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts for bringing you this uh, broadcast, which we've been looking forward to. Well, 17 going on 18 years. Anyway, the government is supposed to be in a free society as established in our Declaration of Independence, called for in our Declaration of Independence and established in our Constitution and the Bill of Rights, a free association of equals, a government that governs by the consent of the governed and in which citizens basically have in microcosm the basic powers, freedoms, and responsibilities, mind you, of government, which is why we have the right to vote, the right to speak, the right to protect ourselves, the right to due process, and all the other rights that we have in our Constitution. 
because we are a free association of equals and each of us a government unto ourselves. And you could, if you were a visitor from outer space right now, coming to Minnesota for the first time, you would look at what our government officials, uh, Governor Klink, uh, among others, are saying, and, and you would get no idea that that was the basis, supposed to be the basis of our society. Forget about President Biden. Uh, we'll come back to that here. My first indication that, at least at least as of last Thursday, that Minnesota's ruling class was really doing the end zone happy dance about the passage of the $1.9 trillion, quote, COVID relief, end quote, bill, which is really more of a blue incompetence relief bill. 80% of the money goes to bailing out places like California and Baltimore and Newark. Uh, and 20% of it goes to, in the form of checks, to people who largely aren't unemployed. The ones who are, that's another story. My first indication was a twink, uh, tw- a twink. Yeah, that's what I may have to start calling them, a tweet from House Majority Leader Representative Ryan Winkler, a longtime bet noir of this broadcast, <laughs> who tweeted on Friday morning, help is on the way. Basic competence matters. Believing that government can and should help people matters. Elections matter. Now, let's break this down, because finally, after all these years, Ryan Winkler tells, well, not really the truth, but kind of the truth's second cousin, because the pandemic was and remains real. Uh, The Minnesota government's response to it has been entirely contrived to sway the election that just passed and to give the political class a, quote, big win, end quote. I mean, they'll let the media handle framing it that way to the people of Minnesota, to the voters for 2022, basically to use to evangelize people to believe that government can and should help people, as Ryan Winkler says, to evangelize the religion of big government and its ability to transform society into the vision that Big Left, and Ryan Winkler is part of Big Left, he's a very powerful part of it in this state, God help us. Oh, the part that he told that was the truth, that's, yeah, that, that this whole episode is designed to, to force people to believe that government can, should, and will help people. The whole bit about basic competence mattering, uh, Ryan Winkler wouldn't know about that any more than I would know uh, what to do on a hot third date with Anna Kendrick. Okay, that's, he, he has no frame of reference on this. But, uh, he, he, yes, this this is very bad. As Ryan, Ryan Winkler, as Rahm Emanuel, who some might call the Ryan Winkler of Chicago, once put it, never waste a crisis. This was advice he gave to Democrats nationwide back during the uh, Clinton administration, the Obama administration, I believe. Never waste a crisis. It's actually during the George W. Bush administration. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, He said, never waste a crisis. Every crisis has in it the ability to extend your agenda. And we saw we've seen this over the last year with the the George Floyd case. The Chauvin trial will be used to extend the power of big government. And by big government, we mean big left. Obviously, COVID 
the COVID pandemic has been taken and turned in its entirety into basically a crisis that big left can use to extend its own power. And we've seen it's it's right there. This past week was the peak. I have to hope the peak of this push. God willing. If not, of course, it just keeps getting worse from here. And and it may well if we don't see some major changes in the 2022 midterms. That is all. Uh, I mean, and, and by the way, if you've been listening to our national hosts, your Dennis Prager's, your 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 Hugh Hewitt's, your Sebastian Gorka's, your your uh, your, your Ben uh, Shapiro's over on Freedom 1570, you've heard this. You know this. This has been used as a crisis to extend the power and reach of government and its power at transferring wealth from the productive parts of its society, of the society we live in, to, well, itself, to members of its political class, to the parts of its bureaucracy and its political machine that can't quite figure out how to do things properly uh, without running up ruinous deficits and massive debts. It, it's, there is that. But there, it gets much worse. Uh, Joe Biden's speech Thursday, which I didn't get to listen to, get to listen to, I didn't inflict on myself till yesterday, was hailed by many in the press as a triumph. Uh, National Review wrote about this yesterday. Isaac Shore in uh, National Review wrote, CNN's uh, Chris Saliza compiled seven takeaways from the address, including, quote, the return of empathy and, quote, truth matters and, quote, U-N-I-T-Y, end quote. And hope is a good thing, maybe the best of things. The Shawshank redemption line that Saliza claims not to have been able to eject from his head while watching. And and by the way, this is Isaac Shore writing, and I quote, as cringeworthy as all this may be, it's that last takeaway that stands out as being especially at odds with reality. Because when you set aside the flowery nothingness of much of his rhetoric— not just his rhetoric, by the way, most of what has passed for his substance of his campaign. I have a plan. I have a plan for COVID, which, by the way, was to continue exactly what Trump was doing. But again, back to Isaac Shore. When you leave aside the flowery emptiness of much of his rhetoric and examine his actual goals for America's emergence from the pandemic, what should jump out at you about Joe Biden is how utterly devoid of hope and out of touch with the country he is. Consider this excerpt. And put yourself in mind thinking, listening to Joe Biden as I recite this. If we all do this, if we do our part, if we do this together by July 4th, there's a good chance that you, your families and friends will be able to get together in your backyard or in your neighborhood and have a cookout and a barbecue and celebrate Independence Day. That doesn't mean large events with lots of people together, but it does mean small groups will be able to get together. And I heard this yesterday. I read about it Thursday night and I and I listened to it directly yesterday, doubled up in intestinal agony, quite frankly. And two things jumped to mind. First of all, as Isaac Shore puts out, if you set aside the conceit and the misunderstanding of his constitutional role, I mean, the president doesn't have the power to stop or allow you to gather or go to barbecues or for that matter to compel you to do it. It seems inconceivable, but Biden is this unaware of conditions on the ground around the country. People have been gathering in small groups in their backyards since late last April. 
And by last 4th of July, they were already celebrating, not in small pods, but in large groups that Biden says will still be off limits nearly three and a half months from now. Airports, malls, restaurants are teeming with patrons. Just two days after Texas Governor Greg Abbott was was slandered by the press for announcing that Texas would be lifting statewide restrictions, his counterpart in Connecticut, Democrat, liberal, progressive, Lynette Lamont, announced he'd be doing much the same. As Isaac Shore says, quote, it speaks to a fundamental disconnect with the people of this country that Biden believes he can sell a kind of half celebration of a major holiday as some half victory or even an accomplishment for his administration. Now, I will tell you this. I was out last night. I went to a bar that I will say probably was seating people in excess of the governor's regulations that are supposed to be in effect until uh, Monday at noon when things supposedly expand. And I will tell you this much. Yes, people were wearing masks, but people were happy to get out. And I think I, my hunch is maybe, maybe we'll hit a critical mass where people just say the restrictions are so absurd, so stupid, so counter to everything this country is supposed to stand for that we are going to vote uh, we're going to nullify these laws in and of our by ourselves by just ignoring them. But I want to talk about one other thing I got from Biden's speech and, quite frankly, Governor Waltz's uh, conference yesterday and Representative Winkler's little tweet yesterday. Something that I I couldn't help but think of uh, from my own childhood, really, uh, that that affected me greatly politically. More on that when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Uh, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us at radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to The Patriot on the free radio.com app. This is a test of the emergency alert system. This has been a test of the emergency alert system. This is a coordinated test of the broadcast stations in your area. We are testing equipment that can quickly warn you in the event of an emergency. If this had been an actual emergency, an official message would have followed the alert tone. This concludes the test of the emergency alert system. At Salem Media Group Twin Cities, we are committed to delivering the best in talk radio programming. At AM 1280, The Patriot, AM 980, The Mission, Business 1440, and Freedom 1570. There's also our Christian music station, thefishtwincities.com. Well, I moved into the house in uh, the summer of 2018, and the siding was terrible. Hi, I'm Dave from Matamidai. I got a hold of JTR through Friends. It almost looked like a giraffe. There were dark stains where the water had saturated the old paint that was on it, but there were other things that needed addressing, and uh, there were a multitude of things from putting doors in and railings and, and doing some electrical and things like that, all of which JTR gladly folded into the contract and took care of for me. 
It was an amazing transformation. In fact, my brother-in-law, who had visited before we had the siding done, when he came back about a month after it had been done, he stopped out in front of the house and called me and said, what's your address again? Because he couldn't believe the difference. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. We can all agree that a good education benefits students, their family, and society as a whole. Education shapes your child into the person they will become. Join your local hosts, Rebecca Hagstrom and Mark Durkin, as they explore how to get the best education for your child while ensuring that the values you're teaching at home are being respected. From cursive to curriculum and everything in between, school is now in session. Education Nation, Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot and iHeartRadio, they go together like stars and stripes. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget, tonight, Daylight Savings begins. It's spring ahead night. Yep, it's great. It's one of the most wonderful times of the year because sleep is for wimps. It's overrated. I try to get less of it than I need because that just leaves me with that hungry feeling. Anyway, (laughs) remember to set those watches and analog clocks ahead an hour tonight because we lose that hour and we spring ahead. Good bet your phone will take care of it yourself. Your computer, probably too. Your microwave, your car, you're probably on your own. Hate to wind up an hour late to work. So all you can say is, what you have to do is set your clock ahead. That's what we're here for today. Anyway, do that. Perfect night. I'll be out playing music until the wee hours. That's right. My band, Elephant in the Room, uh, live at the back to the SRO tonight. By the way, this is a big deal. <laughs> it's talking about uh, getting the nation out of the the nightmare that is COVID and having live music back in bars is a great uh, sign that things are, are kind of coming along, <laughs> despite Governor Waltz's best efforts, quite frankly. Uh, my band, Elephant in the Room, from 6 till 10. Bars are closing earlier these days, at least for now. That may change in coming weeks. We'll see. But, yeah, we'll be out there 6 to 10. It's at the back to the SRO in Oak Grove, which is about, I don't know, 10 miles north of Anoka, I think. Uh, anything north of Highway 36 might as well be Canada. I'm a St. I'm a Paul guy. But uh, it's it's up there. It's way up north. Uh, it's a place I've actually been to. I've done a couple fundraisers up there for uh, the New House Republican Caucus and uh, good friend Cal Barr. So be there tonight, 6 to 10. You can make a request. You might have to sing it, but that's okay. I mean, we, we don't mind having you all up to uh, do a song with us anyway. So Governor Waltz. And Ryan Winkler, the uh, House Majority Leader, who went to Harvard but doesn't know Uncle Tom is a scabrous slur, uh, say that, well, thanks to big government, thanks to the $1.9 trillion in pork barrel spending, now it's safe to start getting back to normal. Now, because we have a competent government that is, by the way, doing exactly the same thing the Trump administration did, other than just more of it because vaccine production has picked up speed, uh, suddenly it's safe to go out. And we have a president who said, if we do our part, if we do this all together, maybe you can get together in dribs and drabs this 4th of July. And of course, I saw this, I heard this, I looked at the map. 20 states right now have 
no mask mandate. People may wear masks. It's not a bad idea. I mean, I will break with some of you conservatives out there who say wearing masks is just plain stupid. Always. There are occasions where it can be important. So the same sort of occasions, by the way, where if you're a surgeon, you wear a mask to keep yourself from slopping germs all over people. But the, 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 about half the country right now, 20 odd states have no mask mandates. The other states, maybe they wear them, maybe they don't. Businesses are mostly open across most of the country, except for five states in the, uh, from Oregon, California, New Mexico, Arizona, and Colorado. Who knows what they're thinking? Oh, and Puerto Rico. Who knows what they're thinking? And stay-at-home orders, well, only Puerto Rico still has a stay-at-home order. So, and four states, four or five states have advisors, including California, naturally. So the state is largely, sorry, the country is largely reopened, largely because COVID infections have dropped through the floor in the last couple of weeks after a nasty surge in the fall. And people are voting with their feet to simply move on to assess their risks accordingly to protect the vulnerable, which, by the way, I still do. I've got family who are highly vulnerable to to all kinds of illness, not just COVID. So I take care of them. I wear masks. I wear a face shield uh, at, at various times. And I'll continue to do it because I'm around vulnerable people. That being said, I've already had COVID, so I'm not going to catch it. I'm not going to pass it on. Anyway. The other thing I thought about, in addition to, who are you to give me permission to live my life? That's my first response to the governor, to Representative Ryan Winkler, the Eddie Haskell of the Minnesota uh, political scene, and to President Biden, is, how dare you give me permission to live my life? You are in office because I, or half of my fellow citizens, plus a few, elected you to office. You're not the king. You're not Francisco Franco, much as you might like to think so, Governor Klink. You're nothing but a hired hand who runs the executive branch of this government. And yes, there might be a case under certain circumstances for emergency powers to to do things like short, quick, uh, effective public health measures like shutting down parts of the economy for a while with, by the way, only with a solid exit plan, with solid guardrails on government power, and no more of this just keeping things closed open-endedly at your own discretion. And by the way, your own discretion with no transparency whatsoever, Governor Waltz. But I thought about one other thing. Really, in a a way, one of the, the pivotal moments of my own life, and when I say this, I was 14 at the time. I was 14 years old. I was, let's just say, like most 14 years olds, uh, not especially politically sophisticated. I pretty much mirrored what I heard from my parents and some of my teachers and a few of the older siblings of friends of mine. And that was pretty much Democrat. I grew up in a Democratic household. My mom was kind of far left, still is. My dad was a union Democrat, high school teacher, teacher's union guy. Hadn't I think last fall he voted for his first Republican since Ike, uh, the governor of North Dakota. And I, I, that's that's kind of the way I was wired, just by inheritance. I, I grew up in a Democrat, probably liberal by North Dakota standards household. I parroted those beliefs to some extent. And it showed. I mean, I wrote a, a platform for a mock government in my junior year of high school that would have made Paul Wellstone blanch, would have made Bernie Sanders look like Barry Goldwater. 
I grew beyond it. And one of the things that started me growing beyond it, among many others, was listening to Jimmy Carter giving a speech on the radio in, uh, when I was 14 in ninth grade, not long after he took office. And the extent of the speech was the economy is shrinking. If you're coming up through the economy these days, you know, I'm sorry to hear it. You're, the best days are behind us. You're going to have to tighten your belt a bit. And, and I listened to this at age 14. By the way, this is a speech that has gone down in history as the malaise speech, talking about a great national malaise that the country was in. And it was, a, for many people, myself included, it was a, 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 at least a small turning point, an inflection point in realizing we have someone here who's given up on the American dream, on the idea of American greatness, on the idea that America is a shining city on the hill. And Jimmy Carter was followed, <laughs> was challenged almost immediately by Ronald Reagan. And Ronald Reagan had quite the opposite vision. Our, not only are our greatest days in front of us, but it's your imperative as a citizen of this great country to help bring them back. That, uh, that, that, that is mourning in America. And our best days are in front of us, as indeed they were for the next 10, 15 years or so. They really were. And they still could be. And I can't help but think the opportunity is there for some other 14-year-old listening to Joe Biden say, well, maybe we'll let you get together with your friends and your family and and hoping, think that, that there is someone out there who will come along and say, baloney (laughs) our greatest days are coming up and we are going to party like it's 1999 come fourth of july and every day after that that challenge is in front of all of us right now hey when we come uh, and let's make the most of it when we come back cc davis of blexit joins us on the northern alliance radio network am 1280 the patriot Major milestones are always a cause for celebration. And right now, Blinds.com is giving you a great reason to celebrate your home with up to 40% off everything as a toast to their 25th anniversary. Blinds.com really does make it a piece of cake to order online with free shipping and a guaranteed perfect fit for your windows. Whether you DIY or have them handle the install from start to finish, you really can't get it wrong. Blinds.com was an internet company founded in a garage back in 1996. And today they help millions save time and money as the number one online retailer of custom window treatments in the world. Don't wait to turn your house into a dream home with the perfect custom finishing touches. Visit Blinds.com right now to shop their anniversary deals and make your house feel even more put together with up to 40% off everything from blinds, shades, interior shutters, and even outdoor shades. Rules and restrictions may apply. Cheers to another 25 years. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing, but are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers, making buying decisions right now and for the future. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. 
Connecting you with new customers. Hi, this is Ryan with My Three Quotes. As you may already know, my company is the only free service of its kind that provides you with detailed competitive quotes on window, siding, and roofing installs from multiple local contractors after just one short meeting with me. I really wanted to thank all the Patriot listeners who worked with me to improve their homes this year. Some of you have already received big-name window quotes and saved thousands of dollars through my three quotes. I cannot stress enough to call me if you had a window bid that nearly gave you a heart attack. With the best pricing in the Twin Cities and zero pressure, we'll get that heart rate back to normal. For roofing, I can use satellite imaging and measurements to get you three competing quotes, whether it's storm damage or just an upgrade. Don't wait. Winter is the time to have me check it out, making sure we secure a spring installation date. Windows and siding, however, are installed all winter long, typically saving my clients even more money. So set an appointment today at GetMy3Quotes.com. That's the number three, GetMy3Quotes.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, W.